Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Happy? Happy. Happy? Uh, Happy. Yeah. Happy just played by Pharrell right there. Uh, Okay. All right. We can be happy, I guess. Yeah. October 5th, it's... 531 and it snowed. That's it's, why we're like, happy. Oh, yeah. Happy. It's crazy because my first year here, which was seven years ago, the first snowfall was on October 7th. Oh. And my second year here, it was on September 12th. Oh, yeah. And I remember just being like, where have I moved to? Yeah. So here on the 5th, I think it's okay, but only because the forecast afterwards is redeeming itself. It'll pass. It's not sticking. Well, I mean, it's sticking on cars, but it'll melt soon. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> Blue Jays are done. Done. They got swept. Oh, they, no. they lost. They're out of the playoffs, and it's like they were never there. Sean, you had such a superstition yesterday. You were like, I'm going to pretend like I don't care. Yeah. I cared too much on Monday. I did. I'm going to not even wear a single stitch of Blue Jays clothing so that no I No blue, no red, no nothing. Jinx them. Yeah. And then they still hijinks themselves? Yeah, no matter what superstition I went through, nothing worked. It's just literally a clown team, a clown organization, <laughs> a clown city at that. I can't imagine being a Toronto sports fan. Like, to go through what the Leaves go through and then also the Blue Jays as well. <laughs> You're so I, rude. I the like, Leaves. <laughs> I can't. Like, going through what the Blue Jays just went through tears me apart. I can't imagine having that again. With the leaves. Like, Um, Toronto sports fans, I don't know how you do it, but one is enough for me. The Raptors, though, they're Clown organization. Oh, my goodness. You are so (laughs) passionate and angry. Oh, it's just... No, because... What happens in baseball is that they they kind of did it to themselves last night where they just made stupid moves and it's all because some nerds up in a booth are looking at the analytics and the numbers and they're like, <laughs> oh, if if this happens and then this happens, then you should put this player in instead of just actually like getting a feel for the game and watching the game. And so it's just, I, I could do like 20 minutes on this, but just... Fire, fire the coach, the, fire wow. the management up top. You need new eyeballs. You need just a new, fresh look because they now, I think, hold the longest streak for losing in the playoffs in the entire MLB. <laughs> wow. Because the team that held that streak just beat them. <laughs> You're killing me this morning. I'm sorry to all Blue Jays fans. This is a sad day for you, and I don't think Sean's making it any better. <laughs> it's time to play Mix and Match. And we have Joelle joining us this morning. You ready to play some mix and match? I sure am. Well, here we are, Joelle. One to 30. You need to flip over two cards and hope they match for a big prize. Do you think you can do that? I can definitely pick two cards. Yeah, I I hope they match. (laughs) Have you been listening? Do you know what's been turned over and where it is? Uh, I have a rough idea. I haven't been writing it down, so I'm going off memory, which maybe isn't the best. But we'll see what I can pull off. Name of the game. Name of the game, memory. Ish. Ish. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's see what you can do. What are your two numbers you want? 
I'll go with 15 and I'll try number three. 15 and three. Locking those in? Yeah. All right. What one do you want flip first? 15. All right. Let's go for the 15 right away. That is a $500 cash prize. That's a good memory I think you have there. Yeah. It's been a popular one. It's been a very popular one. (laughs) But now we just need to find the other one. So we got lucky number three in our hands, right? Yep. Okay. Let's see what's under number three. Oh, no! no. (laughs) Uh, Number three is a barbecue extreme basket from Chocolates and Candlelight, which sounds wonderful and full of delicious things, but it is not a matching prize. It's true. They both sound good. Just got to find the matching ones next time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keep playing. We're playing two times a morning until we reveal all these prizes, so you might just get another chance. I don't want anyone to panic, but... I may have just bought the last can of pumpkin pie filling in the city. How dare you? And now you are bragging about it on the radio this morning, shoving it in everyone's faces like the pumpkin pie filling you're going to do to yourself. Okay, I'm just saying (laughs) that perhaps you should choose a different kind of dessert this Thanksgiving. Perhaps you could have apple crisp. Okay. Perhaps you could have cherry pie filling instead or blueberry or lemon. Those are all still on the shelf. Well, at least you came with some alternatives. That's very nice of you. Another option as well. You're like, I'm going to shove this in your face, but here's some alternatives. (laughs) There were pumpkins at the grocery store yesterday, mm. and they were on sale for four bucks. The can of pumpkin filling was four fifty. <laughs> so you could just buy a pumpkin, a little bit of extra work. Yeah, but there are alternatives to, Is to it not the same? having. I have no clue. I've never bought this Is before. It the same pumpkin filling. I mean, it's made of pumpkins. So you what would is think- it? I don't even know. I think it's pureed pumpkin that with a bunch oh. of like nutmeg and like oh like spices delicious. in it. Yeah, because pumpkin itself doesn't taste good. Like they have no. to turn it into like just like this is a fall spice pie, right? With the consistency of pureed yeah. pumpkin. So you're saying you can do it yourself if you grab it and you gut a pumpkin, and then you just throw the spices on yourself. Yes, but I knew somebody who did this. Um, <laughs> One, and it took them the entire weekend. Like, it wasn't an easy task. So it is an alternative. (laughs) Don't worry, you're fine. (laughs) Maybe go with the cherry, the apple idea. (laughs) I'm having some more fun with an air fryer as I continue to house it for the past week. Now, you've been eating air fryer stuff, like just finding chicken fingers and and cooking them Mm. in there. What else are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. Uh, I'm like the resident house sitter over here. Like if someone goes on vacation in the office, Sean, you want to look after our dogs in our house? Yes, I yes, will. I do. Thank they, you very much. They come to me. So a different coworker a couple months ago went away. I looked after their place. They had an air fryer, brand new, and I got to have fun with it. And I got used to this brand new one. Yeah. You learned all the settings, you know, yeah. what is the best crispiness yes. amount? Yeah. And so fast forward, new place that I'm house sitting at, they have an older air fryer. Oh, one of those. Yeah. And it had a sticker on it and it was saying all these settings for like chicken, fries, burgers, etc. It just went through like a, a big list and it's like 390 for 20 minutes. I was like, 
Well, on that new air fryer I was using two months ago, it was like 400 for five minutes and it was good to go. So what is this 20 minute whole thing? And what's the point of using an air fryer if it's going to take 20 minutes to cook? You may as well put it in the oven, right? That's what that was my direct <laughs> thought as well. There's no chance I'm using an air fryer if I have to plug it in for 20 minutes. I want it done. That was the best part of it was like crispy goodness in five minutes. Yeah, exactly. I can see I can see where you're going with this. Yeah. So, uh, you know me, I don't really care about germs or what. Whatever. Or salmonella. Yeah. Or... I'm just a garbage, so I toss it in. So I'm doing everything 400 for like 7 to 10 minutes. Whoa. Yeah. That's very brave. Yeah. How you feeling? Um, Only one went bad. Only one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a hamburger. You cooked a hamburger in an air fryer? I was getting creative. There was a frozen patty in the freezer, so I just tossed her in there and said, why not? Okay. Let's see what happens. Just, I feel like you deserved the not feeling great was, after that. It was very foamy. It was like, Ew, I know. like it, it was foamy burger? It, it just was like, styro- it, it wasn't like juicy. It was, like, Obviously, it sucked all the probably yeah, juice out of it job is to make it crispy uh-huh but it was foamy instead I, I was addicted i was just throwing things in there and seeing what happened okay so you threw it in there saw what happened you're like you know what delicious i'm still gonna eat it like you weren't like maybe not that was a bad choice i'll choose something else to eat yeah there's two of them wow so, uh, kind of went through with that but then now i'm kind of sticking to like the fish sticks the chicken fingers the fries the the og stuff you At know least you know your lane now yeah you? yeah experimenting <laughs> been house sitting for the past week and you start to notice little quirks of things that you do where you live and things that someone else does that they do in their home. Are you about to reveal someone's secrets right now? Uh, a little bit. Like, I don't know. I think I think people do this. It's not anything wild, but okay. uh, for storage in the kitchen, do you ever just leave, like, um, a dish or a sheet or anything in the oven when you're done with it? I do not. Yeah, me either. No. I never do this. I don't do this because I find it annoying because I never remember it's in there. Yeah. So then you preheat the oven and all of yes. a sudden you got to burn your hand yes. or you need the cookie sheet that you're going to put whatever's on it and it's too hot and everything melts before mm-hmm. it's in the oven. Yeah. So the the people that I'm house sitting for do this and they had one, one of those things that looked like one of those meatloaf dishes, like just kind of those like rectangular deep ones. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was sitting on the top rack and I went and I was cooking a frozen pizza last night. <laughs> and so I went and preheated the oven and got up to 400 plus and then I went and opened it to put my pizza in and I was like what is that doing in there (laughs) type of thing and so I had to like go grab the mitts and take this hot pan out of there and find something to put it on on the stovetop you want to know what's in my oven right now what? An e-bike battery. What? <laughs> so you do use it for storage. I don't, I don't. Just my, not kitchen supplies. My husband does. And you know why? It's because um, he has like the oh wrong gosh. charger for it. And so he's afraid with like whatever kind of battery it is that it might <laughs> spark a fire. And so he always charges it in the oven as kind of like a bomb proof area wow. in case the, <laughs> the battery explodes. <laughs> I love the excuse. That's hilarious, but wow. <laughs> and terrifying. Like, what if I go to make some cookies after work and all of a sudden yeah. I'm kicking the e-bike battery? <laughs> it's time to play Mix and Match. Mm-hmm. 
Tara is our second contestant today for Mix and Match. You want to play? I do. Here we go. We got 30 spaces on the board, Tara. We saw that you also texted in earlier this morning. So maybe you got a good idea of what the board is looking like. Uh, what two numbers do you want in between 1 and 30? I'm going to try 15 and 30. 15 mm. and 30. Locking those in? I am. All right, let's check it. What one do you want first? Let's go 15. All right, let's flip that bad boy. (laughs) I feel like you already know what's under 15, but I'll tell you, it's a $500 cash prize. (laughs) Okay. How does $500 sound to you, Tara? Oh, awesome. All right, (laughs) let's see what 30 has in store for us. Flip this over. Oh, Tara. It's a family fun basket from Chocolates and Candlelight, which sounds like a ton of fun, but it does not match the $500. Okay, thanks, guys. We're slowly finding out where the other one is. We're uncovering the board here. Yes, no doubt. Have a good day. (laughs) You too. Good luck next time. See ya. Every month we take nominations for community champions, people who are making a difference right here in the RMWB. Big thanks to Stratosphere Sports for helping us out with this. And it is time to call September's winner of the Community Champion of the Month. Let's get her on the line. Hello. Hello. Is this Mrs. Wiscombe? Yes, it is. Hello there. This is Steph and Sean from Mix 103.7. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing pretty good over here. Uh, the reason we're calling is we have some great news for you. So all year long, we choose amazing people within the community, and we crown one person our community champion of the month. But we don't do it ourselves. Uh, we get nominations from community members. Oh, And you have been nominated, and you are being crowned our Community Champion of the Month. Um, Christina had this to say about you. Mrs. Wiscombe, as she is known to many students who love her, is one of the kindest and most amazing people I have ever met. Every single morning for the past 20-something years, she has stood out in the drop-off lane in front of Father Bo's school in Apisand in pouring rain, snow, minus 40-degree temperatures, or scorching heat to welcome the kids. Yeah, she says, uh, you're always there. The music's pumping. Big hugs. Big smile. You help the kids get their day started on the right foot. And even, they tried to, did they get the laneway named after you because you kind of own it? Yeah, it's called Wiscombe Way. Ah, amazing. <laughs> they talk about how your um, your yard is beautiful with flowers, how you're always volunteering out in the community, and just how amazing you are. And we just want to say thanks so much for being such a great community member. Oh, well, thank you. Who did you say nominated me? Her name is Christina McKay. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So not only are we going to highlight all the amazing things that you do with this call right here, uh, but we're also going to give you a $100 gift card to Stratosphere Sports, and we'd love to, to just feature you. Okay. And thank you so much for letting me know. You're so welcome. Congratulations. Thanks for being great. You ever eat asparagus? I have from time to time, yeah. Have you eaten it like a couple days in a row? No, never consecutive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just kind of eat it for one meal and it's done. Right. I've discovered um, I'm on day four. Of, of eating asparagus? Yes. Accidentally, I made a meal that was so delicious. Oh, it was boy. like chicken smothered in spinach and artichoke dip oh, with asparagus on top and cheese. Okay. With a couscous bed underneath. Yeah, that all sounds fantastic. Doesn't it sound so good? My husband, 15 years ago, got some sort of food poisoning he says from spinach artichoke dip and he is so afraid Uh, of it 
I made this beautiful dinner. Yep. And he won't eat it. I feel like we all have one of those little like PTSD foods or drinks or something where you're just like the sight of it just is like, I remember what you did to me. Yeah. I'm not touching you again. And that's exactly what he said. He's like, I think it's probably going to taste like barf. Yeah. I think it's it's smells yeah. like barf. I'm like, it doesn't. So it's that's fine. it for you. And you made it? Yeah. So I made it. And now I've just been eating it by <laughs> myself for days and days. And like, we oh. all know that asparagus has a bit of a strange property. It's going Gonna, it's coming out of your pores now, probably. I think it is. I honestly think that every part of me smells like an asparagus. Uh-oh. I took my sweater off yesterday and yeah. I was like, ugh, asparagus you, smell. I thought yeah. that I thought the smell in the room was from that dog the other day, but okay. you? I don't think it's me that strongly. I think the dog's still stinky. Well, this is like you've gotten used to it. I'm smelling it right now, fresh. Sean, I shouldn't have told you. you I should have like just let little, you keep thinking it was the dog. Smell like a little peepee. You're making me what? <laughs> <laughs> You're making me self conscious. <laughs> Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We have the director of Clue opening tomorrow night, Jamie Dunstan with us. Hello, Jamie. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time today. Okay. Now, we, we kind of Keanu Theater and Fort McMurray brought you up to, to help direct this bad boy. Can you just give us a background of where you're from? Yeah, I'm from Calgary. Uh, I, I've been directing there for the last couple decades, and they brought me up here to do this for my first Keanu show, and, and it's been just a blast. This is such a beautiful theater and such a wonderful community of actors and theater makers. I, I'm, I'm really happy to be here. This is very exciting. Now, Clue on stage. Supposed to be very funny, thrilling, a little bit of mystery going on. Have you directed this play elsewhere before or is this your first time with it? It's my first time directing it. I've worked on it in other uh, places, but this is my first time directing the show. Um, You know, I was a fan of the board game growing up and I was a fan of the movie starring Tim Curry. (laughs) uh, And this is an adaptation of that. But it's it's this is my first time working on this play. And it's 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 a blast. Mm-hmm. And how long has rehearsal been going on for? Yeah, I think we started around August 20th. So we've been rehearsing for a good couple of months here and, and, um, and we're all pretty exhausted, but it takes <laughs> a lot of work to, to put in, to, you know, make something so intricate as, as Clue, which yeah. is a murder mystery and a farce all rolled into one. <laughs> That's yeah. so exciting. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about the set design. How did that come together? Yeah, so uh, for those of you who know the board game, uh, Clue has nine rooms in it. And so that's the challenge <laughs> of this play. How do you get nine rooms on stage at different times without people seeing each other committing murders and things? So <laughs> um, so our set designer, Carrie, has uh, done a, a brilliant job of, of giving us the main hall of the house. And then little things uh, pop up on the... I, I like yeah. to think of the set as a pop-up book where... Oh, yeah. Ooh, little rooms just suddenly emerge and suddenly you're in a new place and 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 uh the set takes us to where we need to go yeah it makes me giddy just thinking of always playing the board game and everything costumes though that's what you think of with all the iconic characters what are, what's the the wardrobe like for yeah this? we've uh, our costume designer Lindsay has done a, a brilliant job she's uh you know we've got 
you have your characters who are color coded because of the board game, right? You've got yeah. Peacock and and, uh, and and Professor Plum and Miss Scarlet. <laughs> so they we've we've helped the audience remember who they are by yeah. dressing Scarlet and Scarlet <laughs> and dressing <laughs> Colonel Mustard in a little bit of yellow. So we've we've given them some accents to help us mm. uh, uh, remember their names and Wonderful. their uh, alter egos. <laughs> now it opens tomorrow night. Obviously, we're all getting tickets for it. It sounds so fun. What is your favorite line in the play? Oh no! My favorite line of the play. I actually. Oh, my favorite line in the play is probably one of the more iconic ones, but I can't say it because it spoils the ah, ending. Oh, um, okay. Steph's just over here fishing for teasers. I know, I know. Uh, uh, there's, there's so many. Uh, oh, here's, here's one that's right at the beginning of the play that I really, really like. Um, uh, the, the butler startles the maid, and uh, she says, "You scared me half to death," and he, he says. I uh, wouldn't want to do that. There's so many better ways to die. Hey, oh, yes. Okay, very exciting. So opening night tomorrow night, and it's going to be on Saturday as well, and then next weekend, right? That's right. Okay, so get your tickets. You can get them at Keanu Box Office. You don't want to miss this. Jamie, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Well, good morning. We have two wonderful people from the community here today and from the United Way. It is Kathy Steves and Bob McKay. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, so we got uh, the campaign up and running right now with United Way. Why don't you give like just an overall breakdown what you do every single year? Every single year at about this time of year, we run this annual campaign to raise funds for the social profit sector. So United Way is an umbrella organization. We fund this year 20 organizations and about just over 40 programs mm -hmm. that serve residents in our community. And this is our big happy time. This is our push. Um, to raise that money, to spread it out so that we can see our communities grow and thrive. Mm -hmm. And how are we doing on the campaign so far? We're about three weeks in, right? The, the big thing with the campaign right now is we're just really we're reaching out to all the different workplaces, getting them to understand what we're doing and how we do it, and just telling them how we can help them be successful with it. So yeah, it's a, it's a little tough start to be quite frank, but it's, uh, I think it's going to come along. And then it's not just like solely fundraising. Are there events coming up as well that people can get associated with and uh, have some fun with everything? Of course there are. <laughs> <laughs> we have Dancing with the Stars, and that's, uh, tickets are available on our website. That should be riotous good times. <laughs> and uh, we are also going to host a Dîner en Rouge in the new year. Ooh. Um, so lots of fun things happening, but really this is a campaign time is a, is a time to focus on every individual in every workplace giving to where they live to grow the strong community awesome now um if i do give can i have a tax receipt absolutely tax <laughs> receipts no we do that's one of the, the beauty things right now with the tax with the tax donation a tax tax-free donation i'm sorry um then they can be what's the total we can get back like it's almost like double you get back yeah, almost. it's pretty cool so alberta tax credits have changed so that if you give, let's give an example of $200, then by the time the Alberta and federal tax credits are refunded to you in your taxes, you've actually only paid $50. Well, That's pretty cool. Eh? So, yeah. so here's what I'm proposing. If everybody donates personally $200, just $200 to the United Way this year because we know times are tough, in the end, you will have only have to pay 50 bucks yep. because and, of the tax credits. And to think that when you look at the, the, way the, the different uh, nonprofits, it helps. All the programs that they run, literally one in four Fort McMurrians actually utilize them. So when you think about that, the, mm -hmm. the population we have here, that's 
One of us in this room might have used something recently. Something exactly. as simple as, you know, the, going down to Salvation Army, maybe, uh, heaven forbid, anybody's in an accident using a hero a flight system with the mm-hmm. helicopters. That's part of the ones that we fund. There's so many different things that we don't really realize this what is being funded by United Way through this campaign. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it is, it's for our community, 100%. Yeah, definitely tremendous work that y'all do. Uh, can we get socials, website? What's the best way to just, if I want to do my own deep dive and, and contact you or find out about these events, what, should we, what route should we go? That's a great question. Just go onto your Google search and type in United Way, Fort McMurray Wood Buffalo, and it all comes up. Yeah. And then under the little hamburger thing at the top, <laughs> you click on Sparkle in Red, and you'll find tickets for our... Nice. Swanky Dancing with the Stars event. Sparkles. Galore. Vote for me, everybody, because I'm going to be one of the dancers. <laughs> Are you? I feel like that was a secret. Very exciting. All right. Thank you so much, Kathy Steves, Bob McKay. We so appreciate you coming in this morning. We're going to have you back next week yes, to give we us are. an update. Woo. Woohoo! Woohoo! Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.